Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Praise the Lord. It's beautiful. Isn't it beautiful? Awesome. <laughs> All right, let's stand for the reading of the word of God. Genesis chapter 38. Verse 12. And in the process of time, the daughter of Shua, Judah's wife, died. And Judah was comforted and went up unto his sheep sharers to Timnath, he and his friend Hera the Adulamite. If you read verse number 18, you will find out that something happened and this guy went to pay something. And he said, what pledge shall I give thee and she said, Thy signet and thy bracelet and thy staff, that is in thine hand. And he gave it her and came in unto her, and she conceived by him. Praise the Lord. Please, um, we're considering friendships to avoid part four. Briefly, we see in this test, um, Judah, who had a friend and his name was called Hera, his bosom friend. Best friends are not always the greatest of friends. Because a friend is great in terms of their contribution to the fulfillment of your destiny. Some friends contribute negatively to, to your destiny. And others also contribute positively to your destiny. Some friends, they contribute positive natural, material, or physical things to you, and every other thing spiritually is very negative and poisonous. And so, the kind of friends we have is very important in the fulfillment of our destiny. One of the things you and I have to realize is that we are here for a reason. Praise the Lord. So, Hera, who was Judah's friend, embarked on a journey with Judah, and eventually, I believe that he helped Judah to get a prostitute to sleep with. And when Judah had something to do with a prostitute, the prostitute took his bracelet, his signet ring, and his staff. And then became pregnant for Judah. That supposed prostitute, who was a fake one, of course, was the wife of two of Judah's sons. Er and Onan. And so the father slept, or the father-in-law slept with her daughter, his daughter-in-law, which was a disaster then, and it's still a disaster now. And I believe that one of the cardinal reasons why that kind of sexual disaster happened was because Judah, who is the father-in-law of Tamar, had a very bad friend called Hera. And so in the first service, we learned about some features about friends you should avoid. And we call them the Hera kind of friends. 
Hera kind of friends are friends you should avoid. Even though they are willing to make some journeys with you, they are not friends you should keep around because they will contribute in you causing disaster to your destiny. And the first feature, and we said that, well, I'm telling you about these features so that you will see them as signs or symptoms of the kind of friends you should avoid. And number one is friends who watch you to make bad choices are not good. Say yeah. yeah. Friends who watch you to make bad choices are not what? Good. They are not good at all. And I believe that Hera himself used to patronize prostitutes. And so it was not a problem at all for him getting Judah to patronize one. And he watched Judah, an elder in society, to go for a prostitute. Number two, friends. And so at that point, let me even make a point that there are some friends who are not troubled at all, whether you have a side chick, side cock, sugar daddy, sugar mommy, you know, doing an extramarital or premarital affair. It's not an issue. They will say, a man should release stress. After a while, once a while. Very demonic friends. You need to run away from them. Run from all friends who have no problems with having side chicks, side cocks, sugar mammies, sugar daddies, taking bad career decisions. Run away. Tell somebody to run away from them. Oh. Hey. Why are you not saying hey? Hey. <laughs> Number two, friends who do not oppose you from acting on your wrong choices are bad. That's the second feature. Friends who do not oppose you from acting on your wrong choices are what? Bad. So sometimes you have already conceived the idea of what you want to do and it's a bad choice. If you have a great friend, he will give you a better alternative. So Hera could have said that Judah, instead of going in to sleep with this prostitute, it, let's go to the temple to pray. Or let's evangelize a prostitute rather than having something to do with her sexually. But this guy didn't oppose him. He just told him that, look, the girl has got calves. And the breast is fresh. Hey, not knowing the breast, they were full of foams. But at the point when, when they entered into the room and the man was already hot, heated like a hot pig. He, he couldn't be bothered about whether the breast was standing or falling. But baby, I went in there. It was a place of no return. There are friends who show you things eh, and it looks like there is something good in it, but everything there is very bad. And they don't oppose you from acting on your wrong choices. You need to run away from them. Tell them, be Usain Bolt. I can't hear you. Tell them, if you have such a friend, run away like Usain Bolt. They are dangerous to you. You need to preach with me. Oh. Tell them they are dangerous. Now Tell somebody, if you have a friend and you have a bad decision, and he's not asking you to run away. Start running away from that one. So I believe that Hera said sex will be a great idea after a long journey. 
if you have sex, you know, it is not a bad idea. Offload. Download. Distress. Bad friends. Hey. So that's what we did for the first service. Second service, yeah, let me give you one point here. Number three, friends who spy and provide security cover for us to finish a bad action are very dangerous. Friends who do what? They spy and provide security cover for us to finish a bad action. They are very what? Dangerous. So in verse 18, the Bible said, and he gave it her and came in unto her and she conceived by him. So these were three people walking and Judah went in with a prostitute Tama, and I believe strongly that Hera did not go in with Judah to sleep with one prostitute. I believe that as Judah went in, being the boss, it was Hera who was doing the security check at the gate. Making sure that nobody interrupted the process. And he was given a cover. Security cover. And so Judah, there, as Judah was inside, he had a peace of mind to finish the deal. Because he knew that Hera was outside there providing a security cover and spying outside there for him. Bad friend. Some people watch your back to steal. They are bad. They, your, 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 your wife catches you and then he says, no, I went with my friend. If you lie, even call, call John. And then when they call John, John too out of his foolishness and wickedness will confirm that, hey, your husband is the holiest. My friend is providing security cover. Sharp guy, smart guy. Once he sees the call of the wife of the friend, he starts arranging. Yes, he, they know. Are you here? Or uh, you have reached Burkina? Providing security cover. I mean, the guy was not with the friend. And when the wife called and said, my husband said he was with you yesterday. Is it true? He said, yes. The guy was with the concubine. Why, why are you saying yes? If somebody is your friend, and it's a, that's why you have Christian friends, Somebody is your friend. You can't lie to cover them. You can't what? Providing security cover, spying for them. And you know. You know. You know they have a girlfriend at the corner. You know that's where they go to mess up and all of that. And it's like you there, you are a very reliable friend. So once, you are, once they call you, you protect your friend. And you are willing to protect that friendship so that that person will keep messing up until they destroy themselves. When you have a friend like that, who is holding brief for you, as like a security man, covering you up and doing all of that so that you continue to mess up, start running away yourself. You, the sinner, start running away. I don't know if I'm preaching or what. I'm, am I dancing? It's like I'm dancing because I can't hear people. When people are dancing, people are watching. Why am I preaching? Are you also watching? Am I preaching or I'm dancing? Interesting friends. Dangerous friends. 
So here I was, the security man, surveying around to ensure nobody interrupted the process. There are friends who encourage you on a one-time hit-and-run situation. It could be sex, it could be drugs, it could be betting, stealing, bribery, and they will cause your doom eventually. Are you following now? I'm telling you today, don't bet whether Manchester is playing Vipers. Stop betting is as addictive as cocaine. That's why the Bible speaks against lottery. And I'm speaking now. If you are a Christian and you are into betting, you are already doomed. Most people in the Western world who, are, who have amassed wealth, they just lose their wealth on the platform of betting. There is something in a man that will not make the person agree that I lost yesterday and I'm walking away. They must go and recover all. And in recovering all, they lose all. Very addictive. Betting is as addictive as sex. Addictive as drugs. Addictive. Whatever it is, run away from what? Betting. Some people encourage you to do one hit and run. They say, oh, it's football. So I'm betting on my team winning. No. You bet today, you must bet tomorrow. Are you following now? As I said, this, some people are just angry with me, but I'm still preaching. Am I not preaching? Preaching, Paul. So I have not even started. It's like I'm warming up. Hit and run, friends. Stealing, taking bribes. It's one time, one time. Just one time. No. Judas slept with Tamar only once. His shame came. Be careful about one time stuff. But real thieves, they don't catch them one time. But you, for your shame to come. That one time, eh, I see you arrested. You are afraid to shout amen. <laughs> you will be arrested. Everyone does abortion left, right, center. They go scot-free. I know a lady like that. She just tried one. She lost her womb. She just lost her womb. Beautiful, but no man wants to marry her. Wombless woman. And people have been doing 10, 11 abortions and they are still fine. Tell somebody, be careful what you allow yourself to follow. Some, sometimes, and I have to say this, I think that in a church, you can have someone who wants to help you and wants to sleep with you once. Be careful. Sometimes pastors sleep with members. If you are that member, there is no prestige in sleeping with a pastor. Whether you see him as a star or a scar. I'd rather see him as a scar than a star. If he wants to sleep with me, it's demonic. Any pastor sleeping with anybody aside their wife is highly demonic. And very demonic. Very, very, very demonic. Extremely demonic. And if you are the pastor sleeping with them, you are a demon. 
And you, the member, you have started becoming a dragon. God have mercy. Somebody say, Mercy, Lord. Hey! Is this our church? I'm feeling it in Wow. It's powerful. <laughs> the Bible there has to be Bible from the beginning to the end. Praise the Lord. Can I tell you another one? Friends who cheer you on to cool down, release tension, and distress with unrighteous elements are bad. Friends who do what? They cheer you to what? They cheer you on to cool down, release tension, and de-stress. You are stressed with distress with unrighteous elements. They are what? Bad. So Hera gave Judah a good justification to have sex with the harlot after a long year of lack of sex. And I am sure he says something like, you look drained and tired, my friend. Prove to the world that Madame did not enter the grave with your manhood. And in reality, there are people who are frenemies. There are enemies who are friendly. That's why you must avoid them. Frenemies. And they are sent into our lives to incite lustful desires in us. These evil agents can challenge you and stir something inside your heart. They can make you act inappropriately. To your own surprise. Hey! And you will be shocked some of the bad things you can do when certain friends come around you. Is pastor preaching here? It's like they have sparked you like an engine. Hey! Some friends, when they come up, they will cause some wild fires. Wild, wild disasters. They will stoke the fire. By the time you know it's like they have challenged some, something in you. And if you are not doing it, you are feeling like you are not strong. You are feeling like you are not powerful. So you want to prove that, hey, 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 I know die. That I'm in Christ does not mean that I've become weak or I've lost my, I've lost my swag. By the time you know, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. That is what the friend of um, Anon did to him. He stirred him up to sleep with his own sister. Which he knew was an abortion. He loved the sister, but he didn't even have the confidence to put that last into contest. But when the friend came, he said, what are you even talking this is a small matter. Just, just feign that you are sick. Let the, tell your father, let her come and cook some soup for you as she comes. Just rip her and get cast out. It became easier because a friend who cheered him on to cool down, to distress. There are friends like that. They will tell you one thought of alcohol is nothing. I'm telling you, it's demonic. The message I'm preaching there, there is no apology. I'm telling you that alcohol is as demonic as cocaine. Hey. 
And if you are a pastor and you are as bold as I am, tell people that alcohol is good. Scientifically, alcohol has not been proven to be good to the human body. Beyond the food we eat, any alcohol you introduce into your body is poisonous. Why should you introduce poison to your body? Is the body yours? Hey. Uh, you know, if you are a person and you are not careful, you start talking about alcohol. A lot of people will not give offering again. Because alcohol, people love alcohol. People love alcohol. They love beer. They love Guinness, Boswell. They love all this aloma beaters and demonic. Ah! Jesus. God have mercy. Gin, vodka. I'm mentioning them. In case you don't know them, I'm mentioning them. Say it's an expensive wine. It's a demonic wine. Hey. It will cheer you on. Drink and you have good appetite to eat. Appetite to eat? When you were born, were you drunk? Something that, look, there is no one who drinks soup, like lye soup. That they say that a volume of lye soup over time would destroy your kidney. Have you heard it before? But some consumption of alcohol over time will start destroying the organs of your body. Even if we are not talking Bible. And there is not one place in the Bible where alcohol has been glorified. Hey. Demonic. In the olden days, when someone, just pay attention, when someone was an alcoholic and became born again, we were happy that an alcoholic has been delivered. And if at the sin power we thought that person has been delivered from was alcohol. How can we even be preaching people into drinking in the name of grace? And pastor, if you are drinking alcohol, be careful. Oh, because people who drink alcohol, sometimes they're mistaking their wives for their daughters. <laughs> By the time you know, can become one. It's a Greek interpretation I will give you later. I don't know if I'm preaching to someone here. Are you sure I'm preaching? Or am I, what am I doing here? <laughs> you will be shocked. The kind of things you can do when some people come around. Old fires will come alive. That's why you have to watch what you do with your exes. Hey, I can see your face in the spirit. It's like God is showing me a vision here right now. Any ex that tells you that, I'm always there for you. Anytime you need me, I'm at your, at your service. We're proud. Dangerous.
Tell somebody, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. I can't hear you. Tell somebody, watch it. If you have the wisdom to manage friendships, you will live long. You will succeed in this life without all the scandals that normally come to people. Powerful. Check your friendships. Some of us, everything we will tell someone. Everything. You can't, you can't just wait for the morning to break the news. News breaker. It's dangerous. All right, finally. I tell you last one, right? Friends who do not understand the spiritual implications of your decisions and actions are liable, are liabilities to your destiny. Please, listen to this very carefully. Friends, who do not understand the spiritual implications of your decisions and actions are a liability to your destiny. Hera, to Hera, sex was fun. So he made it look like fun to Judah as well. Are you following now? Because Hera was a carnal man. Very carnal. Carnal people see sex as fun. Instead of a spiritual contract. That produces covenant that have deep implications. And so he was a carnal man devoid of any spiritual understanding. You need to run away from such. Friends who do not have spiritual insight into the happenings around you. Can send you into an early grave. And Hera did not consider the deep implications of Judah sleeping with a harlot. And so the thing affected his career, his home, his, his integrity in society, his ministry. It affected everything. 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 And brought shame to him. Today is International Day. We are talking about reaching out to the nations of the world. There are some of us who are friends and they don't understand the implications of what we are going through, and the decisions we are making. So, people who are devoid of that understanding can become a trap of distraction for you. They don't understand why a believer must endure a season of dryness and, and hold on until God opens a door. If you are married five years and you don't have a child, they don't understand. Either they take you somewhere or they connect you with somebody who can impregnate you for your husband. They don't understand. They don't understand the implications of missing a time of fellowship in the church. And 
honoring a date at a restaurant. And when you say you won't go, they call you names. And they say, are you the only one who is spiritual? Sometimes they themselves brought you to church. And they have left church. But who brought you to church is not your standard of faith. Christ is your standard of faith. Yeah, some of us, our boyfriends and girlfriends brought us to church and they themselves are backslided. He said, am I not the one who brought you? Yeah, somebody can give birth to a son and the son will be wealthier than the person. Isn't also a reality? Even wiser than the mother and the father. Is that also not a reality? Even the person can become a king in the traditional settings. Or in, in modern contemporary settings, the person can become a minister or a president. And when he says everybody should sleep at six, whether you are the mother or you are the father, you must leave the way. True or false? Who brought you here doesn't matter. And when you came here, doesn't matter. What is important is that if somebody is your friend, they must understand the spiritual implications of your actions. If they do not have what it takes to understand, give them arm's length. Great distance from important things. Because people don't understand why why you should deny some of your children some of the things they ask you for so that you will build discipline in them you are not raising pigs in your household herod did not consider the spiritual implication even if he considered he didn't even know that hey an elder pass sleeping with a harlot is a serious matter some people are some people are Canal to the core. Those people cannot be your friends. They can be people you know. You say hello, hi, blah blah blah. You know this, we call it touch and go. But you see, say this is my friend. I take counsel, and not nah nah. The person must have the mind of Christ. He must what? People don't understand why. Some friends don't understand why you must give your first fruit or pay tithe. They will fight you and embarrass you. Those people cannot be your friend because it's like they want to expose you for demonic actions. So you have to choose that some people you will not have some discussions with them. Hello? I'm preaching. The message is straightforward, Pa. Or I'm burning corners. If you have a small challenge with your spouse and I say, if you do something, pack, pack, pack. Are you a cotton? Pack, go where? Where? Pack and go where? Pack. So, you know, you can't do it. You will cook and still trash your matter. You too, you, you, you will love and still trash the matter. One, two, now we are overcome. Madame, one crack, I said, Make one. I don't, they don't know why I married. Foolish man. Your friends told you they don't know why you married your wife. You knew your head is coconut. You don't know why you married. Some people live on friends. And what friends say, that's what runs their lives. But I'm praying that the Lord will help us. So what did Jesus say? Mark 16, 15. Go ye to all the world. 
So when we say we are going for evangelism, you are a shepherd, you are a cell leader, blah, blah, blah. Some friends don't understand that. They want you to become a drinking partner. But we are here and we are on an assignment to win the nations of the world for Jesus. We are not here to be chasing women and men and, and, and what are you, why are we even here? Why are we even here? We are not some coconut that will, will flourish and then somebody will just pluck and eat and throw away and that's all. No! We are here for kingdom agenda. Jesus said, go into other world. We need to go to Asia. We need to go to Australia. We need to go to Europe. We need to go to America. Say, I will be there. We need to go to Africa. Say, I will be there. Yeah, we need to go. North and South America. You need to go. Even Syria and Afghanistan and all those places, they are throwing bombs. Yeah. Because look, all these people who are dying from plane crash. If they are plane crashed in Syria and they didn't die and they found themselves in Syria, they will say, thank you, God, that I didn't die, oh. That you even made, made the plane fall in a war-torn zone. But thank you that I didn't die. They will be thanking God before knowing that it's Syria. <laughs> but on a regular basis, voluntary basis, when we say we are taking you to Syria, tag of a beat. Going nowhere. But in a plane crash there, you will be thanking God that the plane entered Syria and you didn't die. Look, we will go wherever we we'll go. Are you following here at all? We need force, aggression to save the world. And when you say, I'm leaving this place, I want to go to Ogadugu. The place is hot. I want to go to northern Ghana. The place is hot. Go and see the Hamatan now. Hey. Somebody came from there. I, I see the person. The person has slimmed down. I say, hey, why are we paying the north? You, know? you have slimmed down. I say, daddy. In the Hamatan, the food they are cooking there, you can see that dust has entered the food. I can't eat. I say, yeah. And we still have to go there and win souls. Or else, some religion they are taking over. But once human beings are there, there we have to enter there. If you are here, say, I am, I am here. That's why you need friends who have spiritual implications of even why you are here on earth. Some people think you are here just to do your, your secular work and all, all of that is good. Though. It's for bread here. But life is not just here. Life is also there. Praise the Lord. So whilst we take care of what is here, we have, to, we have to be mindful of what is there too. Praise God. If you are here, say I'm here. I'm here. That's why I tell somebody you are a missionary. And any friend that doesn't understand that, Leave them and look for friends who understand that you are a missionary. Hey, sh I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Let me tell you something. Jesus, Jesus one day, he, 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 somebody told him in the temple that his mother and brethren are looking for him. He said, hey. Where we have got into there, don't bring mother and brethren matter into the matter. Who is my mother and my brother? And he said, the people who love me, who are with me, the people we are doing the way. All this one, this, this. He said, leave it. 
So you see that during his crucifixion, his mom was compelled to follow the son. Because he told him clearly that I'm not going to follow this natural destiny and waste my life here. I have to follow a divine agenda. Are you following this thing at all? I'm not saying neglect your mother, father, because I've preached here that honor them. But God brought you here for a purpose. And you need to pursue. If you pursue that purpose, all natural people who are meant to be with you, they will follow you. But people who are not meant to be with you, once you define your spiritual assignment, you see that it will eliminate them automatically. I'm not drinking again. That's how they, they will lose you. If you don't lose them, they will what? Lose you. There's one young lady here. She used to smoke wee oh weed. When she came into the church, God saved her. She lost all her friends. And today, when she sees herself and she sees them, the devil has wasted them. But she has been saved. It's a blessing. A friend who never enters the presence of God with you is dangerous. Is what? Dangerous. So you see that this month of March, we are going to win souls. And some people, when you say you are going for soul winning, they say, eh? Is it not pastor's word? Soul winning is pastor's word. Where was it written in the Bible? Where? <laughs> people think they know Bible. Oh. So, Know what the Lord has said. Praise the Lord. When you lose a friend for the sake of the Lord, God will give you better ones. He will give you what? I can't hear you. He will do what? He will give you better ones. Jonathan saw that David will become the king. So he started protecting David even against the wish of his own father, King Saul. That is what is called a friend. He understood David's spiritual mission. There are friends who don't understand your mission. Your spiritual mission. And if you are not careful, they will pimp you. Pimps. There are some girls in church, they are pimping them. And there are some pimps in church. But the time is coming. God will have mercy. Amen. Say amen. amen. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm preaching, I'll, I'll be seeing things. It's nice, but... God has opened your eyes. You can see visions. Yeah. It is in church that you know that God is very merciful. As we are seeing things and all of us are here, we are nice. I went to preach somewhere in Germany some years ago. After the preaching, uh, after 15 minutes, I was going with someone to the back of it. I saw that some sisters changing warm something and some, hey, radical dress. So I said, hey, what is it? Was this sister not in the church? The person I was working with, she lived there. She said, yeah. She's going for prostitution. I said, hey, from church. She came to church and just after church, she changed by the back. And she's going to... Now. Then I saw that devil has finished people. The person told me, he said that she works for a madame and she has not finished paying a trafficking bill. She has some months to pay. Talk with you, man. It shall never be your story. 
That amen should be louder. I say it shall never be your story. This man tells somebody, my mission is missions. And I'm going to win souls for the Lord. And that way, if you want to become my friend, you need to understand my mission here on earth. Can you tell the other person, you want to become my friend? Understand my mission here on earth. Don't marry anybody who don't understand your mission. Don't marry them. They will cause you pain. They must know what you stand for. Explain to them what you stand for. Where you think you are going. If they are not ready to go, drop them like a coach making selection for a team. Drop them. Hey. If the person doesn't understand your mission, no need. Can you tell somebody for me? No need. If they don't understand. Your mission. Tell somebody it's important to, that you marry somebody who understands your spiritual direction. What a blessing. Are you blessed? Are you sure you are blessed? Tell somebody I'm spiritual and I'm blessed. And I'm going somewhere. Give the Lord a big clap of praise. Hallelujah. What a joy. Clap your hands like you are a continental, international, futuristic, avant-garde state of the heart church. Hey! You have been listening to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keeper's House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keeper's House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org one word. For further information, call 244 177 831 or 0204-916-168 or 0277-532-360. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.